2: Absolute Radio is the home of rock and roll football. Barclays Premier League football commentary every Saturday afternoon. Uh, good evening, dear listener. Thank you to Ben Jones for um, uh, talking and playing music and stuff, which is what he does, and he does it uh, so very, very well. Um, I'm very excited because Nick Hewer is here from The Apprentice. Hello, Nick. How are you? I'm uh, very well. Oh, hang on a minute. Maybe that's not the microphone. Do you want to speak a little bit closer into that? How's that? So you asked for a sound check. I pooh poohed the idea of a sound check. We're on that one. There we go. How's that, then? That's much better. Now and it's here. not
1: just because I've got hay fever and all bunged oh, up, then. Oh, bless you.
2: You're all bunged up and you're feeling rotten, and you've still come in to talk to to me and these idiots.
1: It's a pleasure for me. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> it's you. a real pleasure. <laughs>
2: Thank you very much. Now, I, well, I should explain, that th- I believe there are still some people in the United Kingdom who've never seen The Apprentice.
1: Few of them. I think we get about 42% of the viewing really? public. Yeah, we'd That's like incredible. a few more. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're pretty uh, grateful to those for, who For those uh, who don't know it,
2: it's it's Alan Sugar, Um, 15, 16 candidates this year, yep. I think, is it? Yep. Uh, and he sets them tasks, and at the end of it, uh, previously, they've won a, a job with him. This year, it's slightly different.
1: Big, big, big... Big change, What's and a the great change. This year? Well, let, let's hear it. Um, a quarter of a million pounds on the table, sweet for them as 50 50 shareholders yep. to invest in a company that the winning candidate will choose, right? And uh, my lord Sugar will sit the other side of the boardroom table, keeping a beady eye on what they're up to. Yeah, um, it's their job to run it, yeah, and they better run it well because he never <laughs> makes a loss. <laughs>
2: He doesn't take any uh, um, nonsense at all. I was at the launch today, and I got to see the first episode. It's fantastic, and we have to tread carefully about what we can say and what we can't say, and we're both watching each other. Uh, But there was a guy from the Financial Times asking a question, and Lord Sugar was like, I don't get your point. What's your point? What what is your point? And I felt sorry for the guy, because he kept saying what the the, the question is, Mm. Lord Sugar.
1: Yeah, I think, actually, uh, Lord Sugar was teasing him a little bit. Okay. okay. I think he was teasing him a little bit. Um, But the great thing about uh, this series that's coming up, and it begins on uh, Tuesday...
2: The 10th, next week,
1: is that That's right. And then episode two on the following day on Wednesday, and thereafter, every Wednesday at 9 o'clock, TV1, the big shift this year is that all the tasks are about the ability to start a business from scratch with very little money. Because Mm. in these days, you know, it's important that people know... That it can be done, and we show it can be done. Well, you
2: do. Uh, we're allowed to say what the task is in episode one. Yeah. The the, the first task is he gives them 200 e. He gives them 250 quid each to right. the teams right. to go and buy some fruit and veg. Yep. And make money.
1: Well, what they've got to do is to turn it into something else. Right. Added value. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then sell that product mm. and make a profit. And he who makes the most profit wins. And he who comes second somebody gets fired.
2: It's so frustrating because I, there's, I, I, there's so much I want to say about it because it, mm. it a, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan, and I was saying before that I, I kind of missed the first two or three series because yeah. it just didn't strike me as being particularly interesting. And mm. then I, I caught one and thought, actually, this is, this is brilliant. Mm. And I'm now a genuine fan of the show. I think it's fantastic. But it's so hard to talk about it and not say, I mean, there's just some brilliant lines in this first episode.
1: I think it, it, it's, the, it's a great launch yeah. for Series 7. Yeah. Uh, we're delighted with it. And um, having been involved, obviously, with the filming right through, yeah. I think we've got one hell of a show coming up, one hell of a series coming up.
2: And obviously, you've you, you, you got the new prizes, the £250,000 yeah. investment. But how do you, Apart from that, how do you keep it fresh? Seven, seven series now. Some people would think, come
1: on, not the same old nonsense
2: again, really.
1: Well, the format's the same. Yeah. Now we've got the change on the prize money. Mm. But, you know, the production people are brilliant. Mm. The candidates are brilliant. We all... Uh, love to have a little laugh at them, perhaps. Yes. But they're they're good young people. Gutsy, bright, intelligent. And each year, a different crew come on and prove once again that the format yeah. produces a great series. Yeah. And this one is certainly no exception.
2: And you were saying before, and it's true, it looks so glossy and slick. You know, it, it, it looks wonderful. It's, it's, it's a lot of time and love has gone into making that show.
1: Oh, I think the production people at Talkback Thames, the, you know, the... Uh, The producer, Michelle Curland, and and Mark Saban, who runs it on a day-to-day basis. Those lovely city shots that are shot by Andy Devonshire are brilliant. But, you know, apart from the production values, which are exceptional, and it's generally considered to be the best-produced show on on, on television, um, the honesty of the show Mm. is equally important because it's entertaining, but it's dead honest. Mm. And even though they're shooting maybe 100 hours for each episode, which is then distilled down to one <laughs> to hour, hour... It's incredible. Oh, it's extraordinary. Yeah. It takes months to, uh, you know, to deal with these things. And yeah. yet, you know, nobody ever says they were badly treated. Yes. None of the candidates ever says that they were, you know, badly edited. Yeah. It's a dead, honest show. And I think that, to maintain that mm. across 12 hours of broadcast, you know, mm. is, is quite a feat. And that's down to Michelle and, and Mark.
2: I have one criticism.
1: Go on. I didn't like the new house that they're in this year. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the house in Richmond,
1: it, it was a bit. Um, they're difficult to come by. Yeah, I bet You've got they to are. get a, a, a great looking house yeah. at, at short uh, notice uh, that's, that's affordable. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's a multi million pound house. Oh, yeah, and, sure. And um, I'm not going to tell you who owns it, but somebody really quite famous. Actually. Oh, really?
2: Hmm. George Michael? No. Okay. You tell me off there. Uh, th- how did you get involved with the series? Because like you, you work with. Now, with, um, th- that- every series, does he get a different
1: title? Because first of all, it was just Alan Sugar, then it's Sir Sugar, then Lord Sugar. Sh- is he going to be king next season? No, he can't be king. Right. He can't be a king. Um, that's forbidden. He's <laughs> Lord Sugar. He's in the House of Lords. That's as high as it goes. Okay. Okay. Um, how did I get involved? Because he was a client of mine years yeah. and years ago yeah. um, for many years. Yeah. And um, we had a very good working relationship, which became a friendship. And then I retired and. Uh, uh, back in 2004, and I told him I was retiring, and he, uh, generous bloke as he is, yeah. threw a big party for me, surprise party of the Dorchester, and I disappeared off into retirement, and yeah. a month later he called me back and told me about The Apprentice Fantastic. in America. He said, now, you won't know anything about this, because unlike me, you don't have a house in Florida, but in America there's a show <laughs> called The Apprentice, it's, it's fronted by a chap called Donald Trump, and the BBC has won the rights, and I want to be the Donald Trump on BBC. Wow. Because... He had spent years beforehand working, uh, travelling in the country, speaking to young people, yeah. uh, undergraduates and uh, school children about business, yeah. and here was an opportunity for him to do it on the telly. Mm. And has he done a good job? He's done a great job.
2: Your, your coffee's here.
1: Oh, good. Thank you, Eloise. No biscuit. Oh, I did
0: mean to do that. I'll get some. Oh, there's no Thank lift, there's you. no lift. You... He's <laughs> <No. laughs>
2: a little bit, little bit poor that you didn't know, Eloise.
1: Ginger biscuit would be nice. He don't mind,
2: does he? Imagine if we had Lord Sugar in. He'd be kicking you right up the backside now, for goodness sakes. Uh, You started off doing PR in the 60s, is that right? Sixty six, sixty six a year. The World Cup, well
1: before you. I, I watched the World Cup. Yeah. Really? Yeah, in a, pub a, a in year Victoria. before Sergeant Pepper. Yeah. Uh,
2: what kind of PR were you doing? I kind of, when I read that, I had visions of you working with the Kinks and the Beatles and things. That
1: <laughs> was anything like no, that? No, no, oh. no. It was all boring corporate stuff. Yeah. Uh, no personalities. No. No. It was all sort of city and financial stuff. And, um, and then. And you- um, we were approached by uh, Amstrad, which is Alan sugar's company, yeah. and the best phone call I ever took really? because I had such great fun with him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a character. He when really did you start working with Amstrad? Was it eighty three?
2: Eighty three. So that was I'm I'm kind of a, a retro computer geek. So was that the time he had the Amstrad? We were brought 464? in to
1: launch the first games computer. Yeah. And then it went to the word process. Do you remember that yes, thing? Yes, yeah. The one that killed the IBM typewriter. Yep, yep. And then the following year, we took on the uh, the PC market, yep. which was held by IBM. Yep. And within, I think, two, three years, we had pretty much 36% of the European mm. market. Extraordinary oh, times.
2: Hmm? So I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the whole sort of home computers and home consoles yeah. thing from the 70s through the, the mm. 80s. And at the time, Alan Sugar couldn't do any wrong. The man was... Oh, he was, it was a genius, fantastic. you know. Was- he just seemed to get everywhere. It was him and Sinclair. And then he overtook Sinclair, as, you know. In- well, he bought Sinclair, of
1: course. Yeah, of course. He bought Sinclair out, um, bought the brand. Mm. Um, it was an extraordinary period yeah. of exceptional growth. I think one stage, you know, Amtrak was worth about uh, 1.2 billion, turning in wow. 150, 200 million pounds pre-tax. Um, and then, of course, he then launched with Murdoch Sky. Yeah. Right, which was an, another huge success. Yeah. Went into Tottenham, which was perhaps less lovely for him.
2: Mm. He got was getting a lot of abuse and stuff. Was I'm, I'm not oh. a huge football fan, so it's, it's kind he of... did
1: I, very sadly because he knew what he was doing. He yeah. was he was being sensible and prudent, and and uh, Tottenham remained. Solvent yeah. at a time when actually it could have gone bust. Right. He rescued it financially. Um, but there we are. Yeah. The chairman never gets a round of applause from no. the fans, unfortunately. No, of course
2: not. It's, it, when emotion is involved in things yeah. like that, the yeah. business doesn't really work. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're doing this series. It, it, it's series seven. Um, like, can you hint at what other things that we might see? I know in series oh, seven.
1: there are some wonderful tasks. Yeah. Remember, the theme is just because we're in. Hard financial times doesn't mean to say you can't start a business, yeah. and with lots of people perhaps being laid off, being made redundant, that's an opportunity sometimes for people to take a sort of a make a life choice. Mm. Why don't I do something on my own? Mm. And and this sort of series shows that it is possible to do with relatively little money. You know, well, and well, we go to Paris. We have a wonderful task in Paris. Yeah. We have uh, one uh, to do with um, um, uh, rubbish, right. Uh, it's it's I've seen some it, real fresh thinking. You yeah,
2: have apps as well, I think, are in episode yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, apps, 21st century phenomenon. Yeah.
2: It is amazing. Again, without giving away too much, the people get 250 quid in the first episode. Yeah, They go and buy some fruit and veg, and they make significant... Money for yep. you know for the days the days work it is yep. incredible what you can do. Yeah, I could never. Could you do that thing though of standing in the street going Would you like to buy some, Would you like to buy some fruit Would you like I couldn't do that.
1: I think that one's initial sort of uh reserve peels mm. away after a while, right. and um you know you can do it. After all, I'm talking to you. Well,
2: you and bless you for doing so. <laughs> you're talking to me because my wife sent you a tweet saying,
1: "Would she you go to my husband's indeed. show?" And you went, "Yeah, go on then." This you... Twitter business is extraordinary, isn't it? <laughs> Lord Sugar's on it. And, you know, he's, he can't he gets, put it down. Oh, he
2: keeps getting into fights with people. Someone needs to tell him to back off a bit.
1: Do you think so? Oh, oh
2: come on! He's got his tongue in his cheek. You know? Are you? Uh, well, you've got about thirty-three thousand followers on there.
1: Do you know? You're right. I looked at it today. I was quite surprised. Yeah, where they all come from? I don't know. You're very, you're very popular. are
2: Popular, and, and you've got money. So what money? I'm getting money. Oh, come on! Look at that! Look at that shirt. That shirt says to me, money. <laughs> That's a nice shirt. Well, I'm not giving it to you. He's not going to give us any money, Louise. The interview is over. We can uh, we can get his cab
1: if that would be all right. My
0: biscuits might sway here. Oh, bless you! Look at that. There's no ginger ones though, but
1: No, that'll be lovely. Make a lot of noise <laughs> with those. <laughs> you, you make so um, there we are. It's, yeah. um I'm quite excited about this. You know, yeah. About this one, it's, it's looking excellent.
2: Are there people in it? And th- I've spotted one or two in this series. Do you think? Hang on. You're an idiot, or is that because there are a few that pop up? And I know Alan Sugar today was going. No, listen, we get people on there, on their merit, and there are no idiots. But come on, there are one or two that you think, what are you doing here? Let's
1: see how they grow in the yeah. process. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, often we make the same mistake year after year. Yep. We spot the winner in episode one. Mm. Shall I tell you something? Mm. We get it wrong, yeah. because by episode three, they've imploded, they've done something stupid, they've disappeared, and somebody else comes roaring up. Mm. And uh in the last uh, series, there was a wonderful young uh, a woman, ran a cleaning company. In, oh, she in was Not- good, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Well, she grew right through yep. the series and, and nearly, you know, nearly got to the end. Yep. Uh, so people do grow, but also it's a cauldron. They're living in a... Another world in yeah. there. The pressure is dreadful. They're living in that house together, uh, working day after day after day after day. They make mistakes, of course they yeah. do, because the pressure is so much. How uh, did so Stuart
2: Bagg's the brand get get so far last series though? That was. I
1: think he was going to get what is known as the bullet. Right. He was going to get the stubby finger. Yeah. And he the, made the, this the, extraordinary stubby finger. Stubby. Stubby. Finger. Finger. <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> well, he got yeah. Stubby finger, and um, he made one of the great speeches from the dock mm. that's ever been made. You know, The, the Where he of talked about the yo-yos in the schoolyard yeah. and the field of ponies running towards you, yeah. and the three of us, Lord Sugar, Car, and I, just were stunned yeah. at this. And and somehow Lord Sugar's stony heart melted <laughs> and let him through. But guess what? He got it the next week, didn't yeah,
2: he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And again, without without giving away anything from this, there are one or two people in in the first episode who the, the words that come from their mouth, you think, what? Where
1: is their brain? What what planet is their brain oh, no. on at the moment? Oh, it's no. a,
2: it's a treat. I cannot stress how exciting that the, the first episode is. It, it's hilarious.
1: Well, it was a tough one because it was sort of through the night, which for the elderly, am like you know like me? Oh, bless you. Yeah. It's quite quite hard, so they were tired. But there were some wonderful characters, you know, who can ever forget uh, young Vincent. Vincent, he's a good-looking man, isn't he? Well, he said so himself. He admitted that yeah. he was good-looking. And that's very noble of him to do that. It was. I, I think he's been looking <laughs> in the mirror and he sees Errol Flynn now or something well, like he, that.
2: He's got, he's got a, a, a trace of sort of George. Now, What's his name? Vincent Dinsir or something. He's got a beautiful Disney, yeah, I think he was, he, There's
1: a bit of the Belgian about him, I think. There's a
2: bit. I've, I've got the, the list here. There's, the, the, they're all looking rather stern in the photograph there, aren't they? I bet they love that. That photo, having that photo taken. There's an inventor. The inventor's fun. I can't remember what his He's name is. He's a nice
1: is. chap, Tom. Tom, um, yeah. Um, and Leon. Leon was good. Yeah, I like Leon. Youngish sort of chap. We've got young Susan, who not that long ago yep. uh, left Shanghai. Yep,
2: she's not, not speaking a word
1: of English. And and in that short, you know, life she's only 21 now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And not <laughs> she speak perfect English. But actually, she's educated to a high level and is running her own business. What a
2: star of a kid. When I was 21, I was um, drinking too much at home, playing PlayStation, wondering what the hell I was going to do in my life. So you you see these people with this kind of ambition and this focus.
1: Absolutely. These are bright people. Jim from Northern Ireland, a little bit older. I think he's about 32. He's he's a pretty doughty sort of character.
2: Was Jim the sweater? One of them was really sweating a lot. Did you see that when there was the close-up? I think was, that
1: might have been Leon.
2: Was it, it might have been Leon. Yeah, I'm trying to have a look at the um, pictures here. Yes, it was it may have been Leon. And then
1: of course there's there's the wonderful um Melody. Um Very who easy. who makes a a strong uh, run in the first show I thought yeah, and yeah. Uh, we certainly know a little bit more about I've At bit melody. I've heard the melody now.
2: Let me hear the chorus. Is good. But, right. Does he come out of that stuff himself? Or does, Absolutely. He's, now, he's got, very quick-witted. You know. He's not got a team of scriptwriters. Not writing all his. Is
1: no, 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 no. L- let me tell you. Yeah. When he's on song, yeah. there's nobody quicker. He's he's got a very sharp word. You know? You're famous. I would. I'm assuming you know this for your. You're doing one well now. What's that? <laughs> for
2: your for your looks, your looks. your wry, inquisitive looks.
1: Well. I may just have a mobile sort of face, but let me... I promise you, I look at you straight in the eye. There's no practising or or or, or... ..or or or double take. You know, really? it's, it's... They just film it straight. Yeah. And what, what, what we do, we do. Yeah. And I'm sorry that the, I've got a frown. No,
2: don't apologise. It's wonderful. Just the perfectly timed raised eyebrow or oh. little look over the glasses or something. Wonderful.
1: Well, there we are. But, um... It's it's. I think it's a truthful show, yes. and that that sort of thing is truthful. too.
2: Okay, listen. I'm going to play some adverts. Uh, you're right for another five adverts? minutes. or so?
1: Yes, I know. Oh, is is that adverts that a, on the show. We have adverts. Yes. Is that good good. okay?
2: Do you mind? Of course, you carry on. Thank you very much. We'll we have some, a few quid. We'll have some more from Nick after this. Woodstock, the Isle of Fight, Glastonbury. All the. Now, Nick, I don't want to. Uh, you know, you're, you're getting on in years. Let's let's put You're approaching fifty. shall we say let me tell you I'm approaching 70 no you're not I'm 67 can I tell okay I'm going to tell you this I wasn't going to say this and we'll go back to in a second about The Apprentice and what what else you're up to but the reason that my wife and I like you Uh is (laughs) no don't don't be suspicious it's a nice thing you look and sound and act so much like my father-in-law Really? Yeah, and he's a he's a heart specialist. He's a doctor, so he's a very well respected man. How old is he? He's uh, oh, I've got to get it right. I think he's sixty four, sixty three. Okay, a little bit younger than me. Yeah, exactly. So okay. d- d- he's he's, uh, he's the the good doctor, Peter, mm. and uh, we 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 kind of play the game where. We pretend you're him when we watch it. Look at your dad, look. He do not like that, does he? Oh, funny. I what? know. it's <laughs> <shame>. <laughs> Oh, no, he's uh, he doesn't see it himself. Uh,
1: you so you, you you're doing an interview for Saga? Are you in the Saga
2: magazine? Is...
1: I've just done one for the for the Over 50 Saga, which apparently has got huge circulation. I've read saga it. Saga magazine. Yeah, it, does, it does really, really and well, funny, yeah. up, My father-in-law is about to embark on a cruise, I think, this week, wow. actually. Um, yeah. And I never thought I was sort of old enough for saga <laughs> but it's when you're over 50 yeah
2: do you, do you you don't feel like you, cuz you're constantly doing things you drove a renault i'm
1: 18 actually
2: well yeah. they, 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 you, you kind of have that spirit you you, you drove a renault a 20 year old renault to morocco or something what, what
1: was... I took actually a 20 year old renault 4 right one of the great classic yeah. you know everyday every man not to morocco oh, although apologize. i did go to morocco i went to mongolia
2: oh, okay that's I went to impressive.
1: mongolia in in took me fifty days, twelve thousand miles for a charity actually called Hope and Homes for Children, yep. of which I'm a patron. Very proud to be a patron. Salisbury-based charity. Yep. And um, God, what an adventure that was! Yep. I loved it. How, how I was long... terrified, but I loved it.
2: Were you driving, or were you kind of in the back eating sandwiches? And I
1: was on my own. Oh, really, I did all the driving. You yeah. did it on your own. Yeah. Oh, how long did that take? Fifty days. I've just told you fifty days. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I feel like I'm
2: in the boardroom now. I don't have a go at me.
1: Um, it was wonderful. Yeah. And any young chap, I mean, I was an old guy, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's called the Mongol Rally. Yeah. I left three weeks before everybody else on the basis that they didn't want an old geezer in yeah. amongst them. Exactly. So I left it uh, three weeks ahead of them. And they caught up with me on the Mongol border, which is just as well, because you don't go into a Mongolia right. on your own. Because yeah. there's nothing there. Yeah. No roads. Well, it does sound slightly dangerous. Well, it was, but I tell you, you you're alive. I loved it. Yeah. Honestly, I a dream about it. I'd love to do it again.
2: Have you got any more stunts or adventures
1: planned? I'm, I'm trying to get together a, um, a drive to Khartoum in the Sudan. Mm. But, of course, North Africa is all in flames at the moment. Which it's a little is bit dodgy, Um Because my charity, Hope and Homes for Children, has got a, a project down in Khartoum, mm. but they've also got one in Freetown in Sierra Leone, where I was last summer, yeah. for them. So maybe I can go down uh, to uh, Sierra Leone. But mm. that's a bit iffy, too, because you have to go through Mauritania, which yeah. is a bit... Qua- uh, Al-Qaeda sort You of don't fact. want to go there at the moment? It's all a little bit dodgy that work?
2: I, th- I don't know if you've heard the news but there's a few things have been happening in the last couple of days
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah The big thing that I've learnt on these b- long trips yeah. is wherever you are yeah. even in the middle of Russia you know, being trailed by a car with four blokes in it and you think my God, I'm in trouble Actually, everywhere you go mm. people are kind Yes And if we all sort of get hold of that message, the yeah. world would be a better place. And I, I was given the most wonderful kindness wherever I went in, on that trip. And that was through 16 countries, some yeah. of them pretty rough, bloody places.
2: I've had limited travel, but I did spend three months in Pakistan years ago. Did like, you? And ago. met the most amazing people, yeah. just yeah. the most amazing. I was held at gunpoint at one point by a, a soldier. That, uh, that was terrifying. And yeah. we, we didn't speak the same language. But generally, everyone was just amazing, being invited into people's homes Absolutely. and fed and looked after and people Absolutely. who had nothing, you know.
1: Yeah. What does the charity do? Well, its whole purpose, really, is to ensure that children um, grow up in a loving family environment. Mm. And they kicked all this off in the old Eastern Bloc, in Romania, in Moldova and Ukraine, by trying to close and succeeding in closing Mm. those institutions where babies were kept, even though they weren't orphans. Mm. Extraordinary. And so they're closing those down, reuniting the children, the babies... Um, uh, with their parents or their uh, siblings or their you know extended families, where that was not possible, they would have them adopted within country they' not Fantastic, in the business yeah. as well. uh, or buying houses, small houses, twelve children to a house with a couple of sort of mummies and looking after them there, mm. but essentially closing down those terrible places yeah. in in Africa. I was in Rwanda, slightly different there, um, actually starting young kids out in business. Mm. Amazing, amazing Mm. stories in Sierra Leone after the Civil War, just getting those kids back into their families and Mm -hmm. and trying to give them a chance. A lot of young girls had babies, of course, uh, would be thrown out of their houses if they weren't married and out into the street. Um, uh, Child mortality, terrible. Mm. So slightly different things in each country, but they're doing a wonderful job, and we need to help these small charities yeah. because they're hurting, you know.
2: Well, we, we were saying, Offer, oh, that it, it's a tough time. I do voluntary work at various places, and it, it, everyone's kind of struggling. The charities are struggling, really, with all well, what's going on. raising
1: money is hard these days, yeah. you know. Hard these
2: days. Nick, listen, it's lovely to, to uh, meet you, and thank you for coming on the show. Uh, the, uh, let's do the business one more time. The newest series of The Apprentice starts next Tuesday the 10th at 9pm, BBC One. Correct. And it's on the Wednesday as well. Yep, and, and then... then
1: Every Wednesday. And of course, don't let's forget yeah. you are fired. I beg your pardon? Which goes out BBC two <laughs> see what you've done there, with Dara I? Bryan Yes, uh, afterwards. A great a he's great good, isn't after. Me, Dara? Oh, he's brilliant. Dara.
2: He's brilliant. I saw him host the video game BAFTAs a few a few weeks ago and he's he's such a funny man. It's such a nice bloke as well.
1: Delightful. And it's that is a great show, that yeah. uh, after show. Can you get me on there at all as a- you can come as my guest one of Thank
2: days. you very much, Nick. Lovely to meet you. Best of luck with the series. And Thank we'll you. We'll speak again soon. Thanks a lot. 030 123 uh, Have some of your calls after the killers. Ah, oh, that was lovely. I've been trying to get Nick Hewer. On my show for years, and he comes in, and he's a top bloke. Although Eloise, I believe he injured you on his on his uh, departure.
0: He has a very firm handshake.
2: That's why he's so successful in business. You can't it have a limp. Be, yeah. You can't have a limp handshake. I
0: felt like he was measuring me on whether I was a good handshake, so I, I squeezed him back. So together we were like arm wrestling. Wow,
2: that could have been uh, unpleasant.
0: I will tell you how I topped him. Yeah. I did. I put another. Kicked hand him in the on. shin. I did two hands. Oh
2: really? You can't do a two-hand handshake.
0: Yeah, I did. <sighs>
2: Um, I was... You made some coffee for it's very nice. And then I've just read your tweets. You just made instant coffee for him.
0: I don't know how to do posh coffee. You
2: just made instant coffee I for Nick I don't know how Heuer. to do posh
0: coffee. Could you tell? Yes, I could. I don't... I can't make... I don't, I don't drink coffee. I've no idea what it tastes like. I had to tweet and ask how many spoons I had to put in. <laughs> it
2: was one spoon.
0: I put... I put oh. one and a half! <laughs> It's one spoon. He said it was all right, and he downed a bit before he, did, he left. He so must have thought it was all right down. to do that.
2: I've got a picture of him now. I'm going to pretend it's me and my father-in-law. He huh. looks so much—he's so much like the good doctor. It's amazing.
0: I like that you call him the good doctor. Oh,
2: he is—he's he's the good doctor, and uh, he verified that my foot was broken at the weekend.
0: Did he? Well,
2: he didn't look at it, but he said it's probably first. Well, first of all, he said it's probably not broken. I said, ah, yeah, but ah, ah, ah. He said no, it's probably not broken. I said, ah, but it really hurts. He said, ah, it's broken. I went there we go, thank you very much. That'll do. That'll do for me. So what a day I've had. Went to see the apprentice this morning, was, was there at half nine. Was in a room full of like all news people and press people and stuff, like 60 people. I spoke to no one. I just I was just there, stood there tweeting nonsense. I can imagine you doing that. Oh, I was so uncomfortable. And then someone tweeted me saying, I'm here, I'll come and talk to you. But they didn't come and talk to me. And also it was a girl, and I was worried that she wanted sex.
0: Did you reply to them? No. Well that's why she didn't come and yeah! talk to
2: you. Did she want sex? No, she's just being nice. Oh, sex is nice. It's a bit overrated these days, to be honest. Uh, so did that? Watched that? Then watched a bit of a Q and A with uh, Lord Sugar. Lord Sugar was getting arsey with people in the audience. Was he? he did was. you see
0: that? Um, you know, I told you to look at Jeff's picture on his fake no, what, Twitter. No, what? No, what is? What is He's, it? He basically he owns Jeff in a tweet. What did he say? He tells him to shut up and something or other. Oh,
2: I vaguely remember that happening. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's, it's 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 good to be brought down a peg or two, but I would be. Uh, I would be gutted if it was... But he was doing it to everyone there. People were asking questions. He's going, this is bollocks. I don't know what you are. I don't get it. What's the point of the question? <laughs> and it's like, well, hang, whoa, hey, hang on. We're here to promote your show, dude. Calm down.
0: oh But
2: he was... Um, look, Alan Sugar's tiny. He said hello to me. Did he? Well, I was walking in... It was in this posh hotel. I've never really been to one of these kind of press things. It was good. I'm going to do more of them if they ask me. So I walked to this hotel lobby, and Alan Sugar came out with Nick. And I was so shocked, I went,
0: oh, all right Alan." And Alan, went, you didn't even call him sir. No,
2: Alan, well, he went, hello. Lord. Alan, he, oh, you can't, you, do you have to call them Lord? It's like, Sir Bob Geldof, really?
0: Well, he calls himself Lord, so. He does, doesn't he? Um, But maybe he said hello, because like Ringo Starr, he recognised you from this morning.
2: Oh, yeah, um, maybe, maybe, maybe Alan Sugar recognised me. Probably not. <laughs> uh, so watched, watched that and did that, and it was wonderful. And then I've just spent the afternoon in the Science Museum. Which is the coolest, it's the coolest place in the world. We spent 40 minutes. You go downstairs in the science... If you've got kids, this is even better. If you haven't got kids, it it don't matter. In the basement of the science museum, there's like a play area for kids, including this thing that's water. It's just like water flowing everywhere and there's little boats and stuff. It's only like this tiny little thing. And Astro Boy spent 40 minutes just holding a boat under a a, a water jet. Literally 40 minutes. Kind of like cleaning this boat under a water jet. And then we said, come on, we have to go upstairs now and see the aeroplanes. Ah! burst into tears. Oh,
0: no. It burst
2: into tears. But we only saw the aeroplanes. He loved it. He loves aeroplanes. <laughs> we were in heaven. Uh, but I'm bummed up. I'm hoping it's not a cold.
0: You've always got a cold. I know. I think well- it's time you start eating meat. <laughs> whoa,
2: whoa, 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 where did that one come from? Well,
0: that's sort of what we decided last time, that no. you were getting ill because you weren't getting all your...
2: I went to the doctor last time and he said, oh, you've got an infection in your nasal cavity and he gave me a spray.
0: Is this the thrush spray that gives you thrush No, in your mouth? that was
2: No, that was an oral spray for something else. I can't remember why I had that, but that gave me thrush.
0: Why did I have that spray in my <laughs> I mouth? I <can't> remember.
2: <laughs> I had to have a brown asthma spray. Oh, that's because I had a throat infection. But it gave me oral thrush. <laughs> Can you imagine that? How rank is that? in my mouth was just, like, full of white thrush.
0: Oh, it so vile.
2: It was horrible. Um, but, no, this, this was a nasal spray that was designed to uh, stop my nasal infection, but I think it's come back. Or I've got a cold, or I've got hay fever. I just don't know.
0: Maybe you've got a bit of hay fever. Because it's come early. Even Nick said so. That sounds like hay fever.
2: It's my left nostril as well, which I think is my hay fever... Nostril. Hmm. Can you see? I'm having trouble starting the show now.
0: Uh... I always
2: struggle after a guest to, to, to kind of get into the. Also, to be honest, this lot don't deserve this, so I'm not. I, I don't see why I should give them my best.
0: Just tell them to call them about what they want, then.
2: Oh, 12 Like what the lady said, isn't it? This is Absolute Radio. You're listening to Absolute Radio, and by doing so, you're already on your. I've got to film something in a minute for um this guy who's doing this video game thing. Can you remind me? I've got films on. Free do what I want any old
3: time. Free to do what the freedom says. Free. These are the words being from my granddaddy. These are the words being from my granddaddy.
2: this show right up the arse shall
3: we let's come on
2: uh, someone emailed me asking me who who does this string version i have no i have no idea i've really know. Radio, Eloise is through the glass. The way it works is thusly: you phone us up, oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen, and you come on the air. We're, we're talking about stuff. I don't know. We can talk about the Apprentice if you want. We can talk about hay fever. Ah, foxes! My sister has got like shed loads of foxes in the back garden. She phoned up the council, and they said, "Oh yeah, no, we can't. We don't do anything about foxes." Um, because they're like endangered species or something. I don't know, they're not endangered. How does she get rid of foxes? I don't want to go all BBC three counties on your ass. But I genuinely need to know. So any tips? Like loads of foxes. And they started going in the house. And she's got kids and stuff, you don't want foxes in the house. Oh double three oh one, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the phone number. Jean! Hello, um
3: hello! Ed.
2: Hello, Jean, you forgot who you were talking to for a second, didn't yeah. you?
3: <laughs> yeah. How are you?
2: I'm bunged up, but I'm on top of the blooming world.
3: Oh, yeah, how's your foot?
2: My foot, th- it's, it's still broken.
3: How is it?
2: Still broken, yep, 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 yep. It's
3: swollen?
2: Uh, it's swollen, yep, yep, I'm broken.
3: Oh, no! No. Never
2: to doctors, Ian? no, I don't well, I, you know, I don't need I don't go to doctors for things like this, uh Jean. You? No, I'm, i I don't want to waste their time. I only go if like a leg is falling off or something.
3: Oh, I'm I'm Ian, a tough guy, I'm
2: a tough guy. To... i never you know me, Jean, I don't like to moan about being ill.
3: <laughs> 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 that makes me a punish, um, Ian. Yeah, what a nice man. He seems a nice man. Well, a, lovely,
2: lovely gentleman.
3: He does a lot for charity, doesn't He Does lots of, lots of work for charity. He's been all over the place, isn't he?
2: Yeah, we should all do Maybe we should all do a little bit more for charity, do you not think?
3: Yeah. Maybe we should right, no, not. Ian. Not
2: necessarily giving money and so stuff. Maybe just doing Imagine if we all volunteered, right, like two hours yeah. a week to do something. Wouldn't the world be a better place? Yeah.
3: It would be a better place. It be, would be great, yeah. wouldn't it? It would be great. Yeah, it would be great, people, people, yeah. Ian. People should do it. Go and do dumb, it. What else have I said to you? Oh, what to you. Um, oh blimey. <laughs> <laughs> we're in, gee, we're in no rush.
2: We're in no rush. You take your time, I was love. Gonna, I was I've got um, no idea, it's my about, love. Um, yeah, what are your topics today? We haven't really got any topics today because it's kind haven't of that, that weird bank holiday week still, and I'm a bit lazy. We haven't really got any topics. You
3: suffer hay fever, yeah?
2: Hay fever and foxes, that's what we're talking about. Ah,
3: oh, foxes. Foxes. Your yeah. yeah, fox sister got a load of foxes in her Got a load of foxes,
2: and they're all after Dylan.
3: Really? Yeah. How's Astro Boy?
2: Astro Boy's wonderful. Oh, that's good. Yeah, spe- he's Fandango. Fandango, my wife. She's she's yeah. fast asleep now, but she's she's very, very well. Is she? Yeah, oh, <laughs> steady short. I won't be asleep when I get home, eh?
3: I'm glad you got married, Ian. because
2: I slammed the door. Me too. I'm
3: glad you got married. You did yeah. settle down. Sorry? You needed to settle yeah, down. Yeah,
2: me and my crazy playboy ways that I was indulging yes. in, you right. Yes, oh, it was a different partner every night. surprised I didn't catch something. You
3: look good, Ian, now, guys. Sorry? You look good, in.
2: I look a bit fat now. What? Yeah, I look is a bit. That a fat? But I, I may. It's not definite. I may be on this morning on Friday. Okay, it's not definite. On but Friday,
3: I watch you then. Eh? Maybe
2: it's not. It's not been confirmed, but it might be. It's not
3: been confirmed. No,
2: uh, but uh, you'll have a look and you'll see. I look a bit fat on there. I, I need to lose you a little I? bit. Of, yeah, I need to lose, lose a little bit of weight. Oh no!
3: Yeah. What's that? You said broken, you broke, honey. What have you broken? F-
2: You've broken my foot. something. My foot. A girl's heart.
3: Oh no! You were
4: talking about your foot. We. Well, said you've broken something.
2: We were just talking about it just now, weren't we?
4: No, earlier on when you were talking to Eloise, you said you've broken something,
2: something else. Eloise, what have I broken? Have I broken something else? You've broken something
0: else? No, no. I, I don't remember saying that. Uh, oh, I must have heard it somewhere
2: else. I'll yeah. G- Jean, are you absolutely <laughs> bonkers? <laughs> I think...
4: I nice, yeah. Well, Jean, come on, love. Come on.
2: I love your laugh. They should...
3: <laughs>
2: Sorry? Oh, you're breaking up, Jean. Jean! Jean! Yeah, oh.
3: hello?
2: Let's go to Tony!
3: Hey Nick, how are you? I'm all right.
2: I'm just turning
3: the um, air
4: conditioning down. So Go on. Nick, honestly, I love the Apprentice. He's fantastic. You're so good in it. It's untrue.
2: Nick's gone, you idiot. I'm joking. He's he's good, Nick, and he's the, he's the best thing on the show.
3: 147 questions I wanted to ask Nick, and you let him go.
2: Well, you know, he's he's he was he's he's an old man. He's bunged up, and you know, I didn't <laughs> want to. Uh... And also, I, he, I, I had a couple of calls lined up for him, and I, I was thinking, actually, do you know what? I don't know if I could trust Andre to speak to him. I don't know if I could trust any of you. So I, <laughs> I, I made the executive decision not to put the on through. Sorry Can I ask you
3: actually the one question I would have asked him, though. Yeah, go on. Right, bearing in mind that they get the phone call at 6.30 in the morning... Yeah. ...saying, Alan Sugar would like you... Sorry, Lord Sugar would like you yeah. in his office in 10 seconds. Yeah. And they're all, like, dishevelled and none of them had a shower. Yeah. they come in 20 minutes' the time. They all look like supermodels. They
2: do it very they do it very quickly, don't they? Yes. They do it and very, very quickly.
4: Two or three bathrooms in the place. There's
2: no way that it could work. Yeah, I don't and That's I,
4: what I wanted to ask Nick.
2: That's all I wanted to ask you, me. Watch, you watch the episode next week, right? And t- I, tell me what you think. Yeah. I'm not so mad on the house. I'm keen to know whose yeah. house it is that they're in, though. It's got to be, like, Elton John's or, or, or Barrymore's or someone. A big star, isn't it? The, the
3: like I work with, who's our estimator, he's the uh, the singer of finger of Hudge I told you that a year ago. Right. Um, he knows because he's our estimator. He's all over London, and he knows every venue they're going. Yeah. And before the start of a new series, he says, "Oh, I bet they're in there." And they are. Oh. And so I will ask him, and he will tell you.
2: Let's let's find out. This is our mission: is to find out who who the, who in the hell owns that house. Okay, Tony, I'm not sure what happened there. I, just, I think Tony was munching on a crisp uh, there. 0301231215 is the phone number. So I've got to do this. I've got to film something. Eloise, I need your help um, after 12. I've got to film a little something.
0: Okay.
2: Um, and I've completely forgotten to do it for like the last three months.
0: What have you got to film?
2: Um, this guy, Mark, Mark James Hardesty from Brinsworth Comprehensive School, right, wants me to fit. He's doing like a thing about video games, like old video games. Right. Um, uh, you know, it would be great if you could consider recording a small clip, like to pass on some of your enthusiasm for video games and old games and systems in particular. Uh, so that, uh, uh, so, for, so I've got, I basically I've got to film something, just me going, "Hey, you don't know who I am, kids." I, I don't want to say it now because then I'm wasting one. Yeah. But basically, just do that.
0: And so ta- I- start talking about all the games.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, how long do you reckon? Like, not long, like, like a thirty second introduction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, you'll be hogging it.
2: I don't want to hog it. I don't want to hog it, but I want to be. I want to have a significant positioning in it. But I don't want to. I don't want to hog it, correct? But I, I want to be. People to come away and go. Oh, that guy was good. I'm going to check. Maybe him
0: out. Maybe go 45 seconds then.
2: Um, oh, hang on a minute. Look, look, look. A teacher is delivering a day on electronics. Um, Richie Moore, former Brinsworth student, um, oh. is delivering a 3D art workshop. Oh, they've got good stuff on there. I've got really good. I've got. Maybe I should go for a minute.
0: Go for a minute then.
2: You don't sound that bothered.
0: I don't really understand it. Do I don't honest? either
2: understand it either. And that's why I've been putting it off for months. Do it after this. <laughs> I'm getting very excited because the monkeys are playing in a couple of weeks. Very excited. I'm going to play a monkey song. But I'm deciding what one to play. I want to play something a little bit esoteric and a bit. Um, by the way, the night the monkeys are playing, I might be late coming in.
0: Late? But um, you've got the Kurikorda quartet in. Yeah, I can't know. can't be late for them. I'm, I might be. They all guests.
2: Oh, yeah, I know. We might have to talk, we have to talk about it. I can't miss them sing Daydream Believer.
0: Will that be their last song? Probably. But how can you be late for your guests that have come all the way from Japan?
2: (laughs) Don't say it like that.
0: I mean, I'll come in, I'll be in. I know you'll be in, but they're very polite.
2: They're very polite, the Japanese. And that's why they they won't complain. (laughs) They won't complain because I've been so polite.
0: Could you put them in that position? Uh, For the monkeys, yes, of
2: course I could. (laughs) You'll be able to deal with it, don't worry, you'll be fine. Um, (laughs) I, (laughs) I know it's terrible, isn't it, but I just, you know... I'm trying to find a, a nice monkey song to play. But... Are you
0: going to just one monkey's gig? Yeah, or... yeah,
2: because it's 100 pounds a ticket. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Why don't you uh, go a cheaper night?
2: They're they're all really expensive. I have got fourth row seats.
0: Yeah, but if you go on the in the jingle jangle seats.
2: Sorry. So, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. All right. Lennon. Yeah. Go on.
0: Yeah, and uh, then you'll yeah. get to see Daydream Believer just for that one night.
2: No. Not? No. No. Not doing that.
0: Not doing that. You've seen them do Daydream Believer before. Yeah,
2: I've not seen them do. I've not seen the Monkeys live for years, and the last time I saw them, they were a bit rubbish, actually.
0: Was Mike Nesmith with them the last time? No,
2: month? I had tickets. I had front row tickets going to go and see them with Mike Nesmith, but I was in bloody Pakistan.
0: Oh, man.
2: Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to play this. It's, it's a little bit obvious, but it's 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 nice. So sit back, relax, enjoy. Thank you. Hang on, I'm off that up. Hang on, let's just go again. Hang on, let's just go again. Right, here we go. It's the Monkeys. song that's the monkeys it's the monkeys the paupers song written by carol king from the film head i'm so excited about seeing them soon
0: absolute radio dad did you
2: for three years, and I've only just, uh, yesterday, been told how to find out what the password is for the internal Wi-Fi. Oh,
0: why Did didn't you? you ever ask me?
2: Well, why didn't you ever just, why didn't you ever say, Ian, do you need to know what the Wi-Fi password...
0: I just presumed that you already knew it, how because... How would I know that? Who well, would because tell me? I haven't always worked with you, so that, I would have thought someone yeah. else would have told you before you, we, that. We know
2: who worked with me before, and we know how much UC was...
0: Well, I just assumed that you would have known a so much mi- It so would have been better ago.
2: having a piece of bloody cloth producing this show for that two and a half years for all the good he did. He doesn't listen still, does he? No, he doesn't listen. I he, do- guess he d- does. He didn't listen when he worked on it.
0: He listened when he stopped. What?
2: Um, anyway, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio, good evening. <laughs> like I care. Uh, Eloise is through there. It's, it's, it's last week's shows. Uh, and this week's shows have been very haphazard and very lazy because of the wedding and Easter <laughs> and the bank holiday and all of that. Saying that, I don't know why I'm almost apologising. Last week we had the third highest podcast downloads we've ever had.
0: Yeah, and we had a day less. And we had a... D- oh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. I thought be excited, we Dad. worked Fridays. We've got
2: to be excited. Uh, so it turns out maybe that's what they want, Mr Grace, if you're listening. the The, the listener... Once lazy, ill-thought-out, not particularly good radio between 11 and 1 on a Monday (laughs) to Thursday. So, hey, who am I to argue with the statistics? I couldn't dare. What are we talking about tonight? Not a lot. We had Nick from The Apprentice on. We can talk about The Apprentice if you want. Uh, New series starts next week. I've seen episode one. Very, very good. Very good. I want to tell you who gets knocked out, but I can't. Um, Foxes. Foxes. Talking about foxes. I know, it's... uh... Um, and uh, it's, it's kind oh, of hay it fever hay fever you know it, it, we are descending into LBC circa 1992 uh, which is fine by me I have no problems with that at all uh, just phone up you know and have a chat Oh, double three oh, one two three twelve fifteen. 123 1215 I should say by the way yes, our podcast downloads are up Um, Third highest week we've ever had If you want to uh, get the show on podcast You can get them from iTunes Or you can get them uh, from Absoluteradio.co.uk Forward slash Ian Lee Just type in Ian Lee uh, in in iTunes And there's the full show without the music And the adverts and the news and travel Or there's the best bits Which are like the best 5 or 10 minutes Uh, And there's also the best of Barry from Watford um, And other bits and pieces as well There's loads of them So so go and have a look and and have a little shrifty. Uh, who has been on the line the longest? Kevin from East London has... Hang on a second. Oh, no, hang on. Why is that not working? There he is. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Ian. How you doing? Oh, I'm all right, Kevin.
5: Uh... Ah. I've got a of subject for you. Go on. What would your ideal band be comprised of deceased musicians?
2: The, the old the old favourite dead musician band thing. Who do I like that's dead? I'd, well, I'd have to have George Harrison on uh, on guitar. Uh,
5: my, my choice guitar would be Jeff Healy.
2: OK. Um, George Harrison would destroy him. OK. Uh, on drums, I'd have Gene Kruper.
3: I would have Eric Carr.
2: Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good choice, good choice. Uh, on the bass guitar... Um... Oh, John John Entwistle.
4: Uh, with me, would be Phil Liner.
2: OK. Phil Liner little bit overrated, do we think? No? As a songwriter, he was amazing. Really? What What? were what Thin Lizzy's g- good songs? Uh, Boys are Back in Town, Angel yeah. of Death, right, Renegade... Right, stop, stop you there. Boys are Back in Town, brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Can't argue with that. Whiskey in the Jar. Whiskey in the Jar. It's a stinker. In it
5: was actually uh, released as a B-side. What is, it,
2: it, it's a, it's a, it should have been a B-side. It's a st- anyway, let's not follow up like that Um... <laughs> And, um, singer... Oh, I'd have Mama Cass. I would have Jim Morrison. Ooh. Oh, yeah, Kevin, I've got right off you! <laughs> <Phil> <laughs> Everybody Liner, goes off me. Bill Liner and bloody Jim Morrison, they're both rubbish! What do you mean they're rubbish? Well, OK, uh, let me let me explain a little bit better. You know those two men? They're rubbish! Jim be Mo- careful, Ian. Ian,
5: be careful, mate. Right, right, I'm... Because I'm sitting right opposite uh, your studio Whoa. at Golden
3: Square at the moment. <laughs>
2: there is a lunatic near... What the hell are you doing near our building, for goodness sakes? I'm going to send our security man out to kick your ass. He's
5: welcome to. Yeah, yeah, he will do. <laughs> what the hell
2: are you doing out there, Kevin? Uh,
5: well, I'm... my job that I do uh, normally is,
2: minus is, celebrities.
5: is security. And we've actually got a site at Golden Square, which I've just been into.
2: OK, OK. Are you going to be there at one o'clock? Uh, no, I think you will be safe to leave. Result, <laughs> Kevin. Thank you very much for that. If anybody else wants to phone in and, and talk about that uh, tried and tested topic, you're more than welcome to. Let's go to John. Hello, John. Thank you very much. For that. If anybody else wants to phone in and talk about that, uh, that's uh, me, John. Yeah. Hello. Yes, sir. How
4: are you doing?
2: You don't care. Come on.
4: All oh, right. I've got two tips for you. One on foxes and one on a fever. Yes,
2: go on. Let's have it. Right. What
4: well, foxes?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You
4: need to store up your urine. What? You need to You need, have a little
2: tinkle in a jar. Oh, my goodness. Great. Back to Phil Leinart. Yeah, go on.
4: And basically what you need to do is you need to mark your territory with it so they won't come in your garden. So you put a perimeter out with it.
2: Yeah. Of, and then they won't come in your garden. I thought it was meant to be like tiger's wee-wee or something. No, nah, it's just humans. So you've just got to pee in a jar and pour that around the corner and, and they won't... It's like the devil can't cross ash or something. They won't cross... Wee oui, oui. yeah, like, wee. you know, like with
4: dogs, where they they, they, they mark their territory like, out. Oh, they,
2: they do. Dirty sam- sounds What, well, John? What do you do when you go around a mate's house, right, and they've got a dog, and he won't stop sniffing your balls? Yeah. What? What? What do? You, how do you get out of that? Because for a second, it's like, oh, God, come on, hey, whoa, hey, seriously, get off, get him off my balls. How do you do that? Ah, just smile and go along with it. Oh, you mucky pup. Yeah, it's
4: good. Oh,
2: for goodness' sakes! Anyway, go on. What's your other the, the tip for a fever? Right for a fever, yeah. Well,
4: do, I've got bees, yeah. I, I'm a
2: beekeeper. What? Oh, what's this? We got um, uh, Lindy who phones in who's, who's learning beekeeping. Why are bees so popular at the moment? Ah, uh,
4: they're good. They, they give you the honey. They give you is the it? honey.
2: Okay. This is a this is a fact I heard the other day that one bee. Where are you, Johnny? You under uh, uh, under a, a waterfall or something? No, I'm just on my way to work. Oh, yeah. Well, that one bee, in its lifetime, will give you one teaspoonful of honey? Ah, uh, more than that. You, you... Really? One bee? Yeah. In its lifetime? Yeah. How much do you reckon it gives?
4: Well, in a the hive, there's 60,000 bees, right. approximately. Yeah. Yeah, and in a the, in the summer, I'll probably get about 15 pounds of honey out of them. So that's... You work the maths out on you that.
2: You work the maths out on that, John.
4: Well, that's more than a teaspoon of honey. I'm no Carol Vorderman, but that's more than a teaspoon of honey.
2: Okay. Uh, hay fever.
4: Yeah. So basically, what you need to do, yeah, you yeah. need to get your local beak... It's got to be your oh. local beekeeper.
2: Yeah.
4: Get in touch with them, and you need to ask for a bit of honeycomb from the bees, yeah? Yeah. So you eat all of that, the honeycomb with the honey, and that acts as an antidote, cos what they're doing, they're using all the local plants to build up their frames with. Yeah. So then that acts as an antidote to your
2: hay fever. It sounds too fantastical to be true, but that means it might be true.
4: No, seriously, cos I I do it for a couple of friends of mine and they don't get no hay fever over the summer whatsoever. John, uh, uh,
2: sorry, how would I go about finding out who my local beekeeper is?
4: Right, go onto internet and go to the uh, beekeeping association and then you can just type your area in and okay. then it'll give a number yeah. for, your, for your region and then you
2: can get in touch with someone there. John, I, I don't want to be rude, right, but you sound quite common. What, yeah. What is, what is scum like you doing keeping bees? I thought that was uh, quite a posh hobby. It's interesting. <laughs> Why is it interesting? Because it is, it's interesting,
4: and, you, and at the end of it, you get loads of honey.
2: Do you, um, do you, uh, uh, can you see the Queen?
4: Yeah, yeah, you have to mark her up. You have to put a bit of paint on her so you know which one she is.
2: Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You paint the queen?
4: Yeah, with a little dot on her back so you know where she is.
2: Well, how do you know which one she is anyway?
4: You can tell what the difference between her anyway. You've got male bees, they don't even sting. They're called drones. Yeah. And their sole thing in life is just to have sex with the queen. and Whoa.
2: Reproduce. That dirty, <laughs> slutty queen bee, eh? What a bitch.
4: Yeah. Yeah, she just gets loads of drone sausage, and then all of a sudden, like, like they're, they're, the curry falls off. But like, so that's their sole purpose in life. Ooh. All the worker bees are women. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting thing. If you get, if you look into it, it's, it's
2: quite interesting. John, thank you very much. Do you know what? I, I, I started down my tongue in my cheek, and actually, it turns out it could be quite interesting. Dirt, the dirty queen bee, eh? At it all the time. What a mucky pup she is uh double three oh, one two three twelve fifteen Double Three O One Two Three Twelve Fifteen is the phone number Andre Spencer be with you after MGMT Rather annoyingly I've, I I think I've, I've cut the inside of my nose—it's a little bit sore. So every time I blow my nose, or indeed I root around, uh, it, it, it stings a little bit. Andre, ever had that happen to you? Hi, pardon. Yes, ever cut the inside of your nose? Um, well, I have
5: had me a nose pierced when I was about sixteen. Did
2: you? Did you do it yourself, or did you go to a professional? No, I went to a professional because David Garner and especially mode done it, so I've done it. I didn't understand a word of that, Andre. You know the rules. I want 43 words on Nick. Oh, not again, Ian. On Nick from The Apprentice and oh. and Bees. <laughs> I've never watched the We'll speak to him five minutes. Let's go to new rules, by the way. Andre has to do a little bit of homework every time he comes on. Spencer. Hello, Ian. Hello, Spencer.
3: I don't care how you are. Good. Okay, Um, that house, which sparked your curiosity.
2: Oh, yeah, the house uh, in the new series of The Apprentice. It's in Richmond.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I knew which one it is. Um, I passed it a dozen times because I have a friend who lives there. It's the house of Richard Attenborough. Is it really? Now, which one's he? He was the actor. He is the actor. He has uh, enormous property uh, on Richmond Green. It's really one of the most luxurious houses. Describe,
2: Describe the fence
3: fence? Oh, uh, I'm not sure I can. Uh, I can describe it from what i see d- seen. Then
2: d- tell me, a... describe describe the fence, come on. Because I've seen the fence, and that way I'll be able to know if it's the same place.
3: Oh, ah. I'd recognise it if I, I saw
2: it. Oh, but, uh... c- come OK. Is it um, steel railings? Yes. Yeah. Right, you're talking out your ass because it's not steel railings at all, you oh. muppet. Just make... just come on here and make stuff up. You're talking to the human lie detector, for goodness sakes. Nathan! Hey, man. Hey, man.
6: What are you up to?
2: I'm doing a radio show. What are you up to?
6: Contemplating loneliness.
2: Oh, man alive, that's a bummer, huh?
6: I know, I I'm
2: buying some fish on
6: Thursday to cheer my place well.
2: Fish are good company. you got to make sure you keep the water clean.
6: Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I'm quite capable. But of listen,
2: that. Nathan, I can be in a room full of a thousand people and still feel alone. No. Yeah. Don't matter if people yeah. there or not. You know, it, it, it's all uh, it's all connected. You, you're a bit down there, mate. Nah,
6: no, just quite chilled and relaxed. and looking forward
2: to getting these fish. Well, so what fish are you going to get? I don't
6: know. Some cold water
2: guppies. Cold water guppies. I think when they abandoned the sixties. I'm sure I've got their second album somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Cold water guppies live at the Budokan. Yeah, cool. Are you going to are you going to name your fish, Nathan? I think I'm going to call them. The Gruesome
6: Bunch. If I get the oh, well. if I get the guppies, because guppies are very small, yeah. and they come in groups, I'm yeah. going to call them the Gruesome Bunch.
2: That's, that's quite a macabre name. Why, why are they gruesome?
6: But it's like a play on words. I mean, because if someone comes into my house, yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're sort of like really rude and aggressive or whatever, the yeah. fish will deal with them. Um fish are, are you, good like that. Are
2: you sure you're not confusing um, guppy fish with Alsatian dogs?
6: <laughs> no, not really. Oh,
2: OK, OK. I just want to make sure you know. I'm tempted, Nathan, to buy some mice or some guinea pigs or some hamsters or something.
6: Yeah. But I've got they're a cat. are mainly for children. Cats are for women.
2: And... Well, no. Whoa, hey, whoa. Back away from the cat. I've got a cat and I love my cat. And this is, this is the reason why I've not good. bought anything, because the cat will eat them. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be good yeah. to have a like, little guinea pig or, or, or a hamster or something running around, wouldn't it? Mice, mice for the boy, it'd be good. No. No, 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 OK. No, it's got to be the fish. Well, I'm not ta- talking about you, I'm talking about me now, I'm talking about someone far more important. Oh, cool, good, good. How much does the guppy go for these days? I don't know, I'm going to
6: get a, t- a traditional fish bowl as well, you know
2: the bowls? Oh, yeah. Instead
6: you... of a square sort of tank. yeah. Oh. I'm going to get a bowl, a, a, round, a round ball of a bowl. How big are guppy, A um,
2: Guppy are quite big, aren't they? No,
6: they're very small. They come in one, one cup load or two cup loads, because they're that small. How, they're
2: just, how many cup loads are you going to buy? Two. Yeah, and how, how, many, how many will be in a cup load? I don't know, about five or six, because they're really small. But then don't they grow?
6: No, they don't at all, I don't. OK, well, I'd
2: be, be yeah. keen fish, to know. Fish are like that, aren't they, yeah? Well, you you would know far more about it than I ever would. No, I don't think so. I think it's common sense, really. Yes, it's common sense that fish don't grow. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nathan, let us know how the fish go. OK, thanks, man. Cheers, fella. Ta-ta. Bye, bye. Good bye. Lad. There we go. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. If you've never listened to the show before, this is kind of it. doesn't get much better than this, I'm afraid. I You know, I'm afraid. I'd listen to this if I were at home now. This is the kind of tosh I would listen to, really. Just people phoning up and chatting and saying stuff that's not really important to anyone about anything. That's pretty good, isn't it? Let's try this one. Line uh, one, you're on the wireless. I'm hey, Yep, you're on the air. What do you want? Uh, i just one sec. Uh, uh, I listened to yesterday's podcast. Oh, yeah. Could I you, you, could you you're, you're a little bit muffled. Could you put your mouth near the phone a bit better? It is near the phone. What what phone have you got? Is it one of those um, new ones made from cardboard?
3: Um, no, it's made from frog and water.
2: Okay, that that would explain why it's, it's quite so bad. Oh, where you go? Cool.
3: Um, um, podcast. Oh uh, yeah, boring. Working. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, but it's an alter. OK. And Also, on summer.
2: I I literally can't hear a word you're saying, and Eloise has looked up from her copy of Heat magazine and is shaking her head violently to say, what is this? I would never have let this call go on if I'd screened it. Well, um... Yes, by, by... Yeah, OK. By kind of breathing heavily and making lots of weird noises, that didn't make the call any clearer <laughs> to understand, did it? Sorry, Louise. I thought I'd take one straight to it. I thought I'd usurp you and now I see your role is quite vital to the show and <laughs> I, I take back all those nasty things I wrote on the uh, the toilet walls.
0: What? Earlier. What?
2: What? Um, it's exciting about who we might be interviewing next week.
0: I know. Are you going to come? Yeah.
2: Oh, I'd be cool, man. Be cool. Cry. Yeah, I'll
0: cry. I will cry. Yeah, I'll It's... Oh no, I can't say. It. I might give it away. We
2: might give it. People think it's Bar- Barry Manilow's in the country, and that would be cool. but It's not Barry Manilow. It's one of the 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 most famous and successful rock and pop songwriters of all time. I'm yeah. So excited. So I, I've interviewed this person before. Doesn't get. Doesn't make it any less. Did, did you, see... you
0: when you last spoke to him? Was that the same one?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I did, I did then. Huh? Um, but did you see the email? The guy said, uh, "Do you want to?" interview... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on then, if I have to. Uh, then, then I thought, I hope, I hope he knows that's a joke yeah, that I've yeah, said that. Because, you know, this is this is one of the coolest things.
0: Has he replied to you? Uh,
2: no, because I think I sent it quite late, so hopefully to, I'll chase it up tomorrow. He's good. He's a good, good bloke, Steve. Yeah, he did
0: send as... it quite late, actually. but. Um...
2: And then also, he's um, responsible for Neil Diamond as well.
0: I know, but he's never replied to me about Neil Diamond. Because he... I looked through my emails and...
2: He didn't reply. I, I got in touch with him a while ago because he sought me out the Neil Diamond ticket. Sorted out. I paid for them. But he, he kind of got me that someone they'd sold out. And uh, I said, oh, what's the chances of getting a Neil Diamond interview? You know, we'll, we'll come to his hotel, he can come in, we'll do a phone or whatever you want. We'll, you know, we'll do whatever you want. Uh, and he just sent me the kind of like press release that said, for, for information, contact. <laughs> him. And it was here it was his <laughs> name at the bottom. It was like, oh, what does this mean? Am I on a list? So hopefully, I mean, that would be awesome. I, I would be very surprised if we got Diamond, but that would be awesome if we got him. But if we got this person but next week.
0: But you then say, you say that, well, we got Ringo Starr.
2: Yeah, that's true. We got a Beatle.
0: Yeah.
2: we got. Can we play him out yet?
0: No. Twenty oh,
2: third. Oh, I want to play it out. Can I get a copy of it?
0: Oh yeah. Can def- you
2: can you email it to me? Because I want to. Um...
0: It's too big to email. I have to send it on one of them. Can things. you
2: burn it on a disc and maybe I'll collect it after tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, you are saying that is always a problem. What's the problem with that.
0: Um, just that it's easy for me to email if I can.
2: Okay, like on a you send it type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if that, if that's easier to if do. If that's yeah. okay. That's it. That's fine. A little bit of tension there.
3: Dougie. All right, Ian. Hello, Dougie. See, so you're still towing the party line, oh, man? Oh, it's
2: this idiot. We've got Ringo Starr coming on. Nah, man, <laughs> come on. we are you towing met? the party line. We Eloise and I met him. Admittedly, we haven't got any photographs yeah, yeah, yeah. at the moment, but there's a video of it. Keep we'll up, have to take mate. Keep up. Off off mm, all right, Dougie. What, what, what do you want, your cheeky little Scotch scamp?
3: All right, OK. You're <laughs> the big chief bigwig for the apprentice on the day, yeah? That's correct, yes. The maestro, whatever. Like, fair play. You sound like a nice guy in that, eh? Nick, Nothing yeah. against the guy. Yeah, but that program, yeah, complete junk, yeah, rubbish, man, utter utter bullwark, man, right? Mm. You've got it's these candidates. That's where my beef lies, man, yeah. Yeah. These candidates, you've got these thirty slash forty year olds, yeah, with yeah. a ten flutes and the can-do attitudes, man. It's yeah. like... Yeah. I hate on. people
2: who can do. Isn't it awful when people can, can actually What's do a things?
3: joke, man. Yeah. It's like... Come on, it's called the Apprentice, yeah? Yeah. Get the young... Get the youth in there, man. Well, get this, this I, know, I know for a
2: fact, without even looking at my fact sheet, that one of the, the, the women on it this year is 21 years old.
3: So? You know what I mean? It's you called you the mean
2: Apprentice. So? Well, that's just... Uh, look, 26, 28, 21, 23, 26... Uh, right. 26, there's no,
3: 27, 25, there's no one in their 40s. None of them get their hands dirty yet. Get me on that show. I can saw, I can hammer, nail, plumb, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: It's not that kind of, uh, Eloise, you might want to get line one by the way. It's not that kind of apprentice, Dougie. It's not, it's not like going and becoming a spark or something. It's to do with, like, business and stuff.
3: Yeah, well, therein lies the problem, ah. you know what I mean? Ah. Therein lies the problem. Go on. Get the younger generation in there, man.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Roll it on, your ass. Yes. Okay. Um, and what what do you think you could bring to the Apprentice, Dougie?
3: What could I bring to the Apprentice? Yeah. Another thing. Yeah. There's no Scottish people on there. Yet. Yeah. A little
2: bit racist. Yeah. You're right. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Yeah. A little bit racist. Yeah. Sugar. Sugar's vendetta against the Scottish people. It could be. I, I hate. I don't want to point fingers at the guy. Yeah. I'm just saying.
2: Uh, well, he does the finger pointing.
3: Uh, Dougie, stay there. Andre, hi. Yeah. Ha- have
2: you written your essay about Nick oh, from The Apprentice it. and bumblebees? Yeah, but come up fifty-six words. That's, I asked for forty-three. No, you said fifty. I didn't say fifty. I said, how many did I say, Dougie? Well, I'll, I'll certainly be counting to leave that. Right, uh, Andre, turn your radio off and lose six of those words. Oh,
5: I wish I had a pair of pearl earrings and sapphire and diamonds. reviewing Every time you said that.
2: Yeah, I wish I'd give you a smack in the face. Wait a minute, what Pardon? was this document about?
5: Right, right, right here, right now. This is a true story, all right. Hello.
2: Right, uh, get lose six words. Fifth, six words. Lose. Oh, for God, Dougie, <laughs> you explain it to him.
3: Yeah, Andre's on. you've got oh, to right chop, chop three off the top, three off the bottom. Sorted, admit.
6: <laughs> fucking... Oh, oh I was there,
2: we're steady, I steady, steady, steady. <laughs> really, oh, did someone drop a bomb? Right. The bomb was dropped. Oh, I was, Andre, I was lose, st- lose the first three words and the last three words.
3: Andre, it's simple math and math, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. Count them, mate, count them. This is, this is primary school stuff. <laughs> well, well, know, what's what one mean? and two, then? One and two? Yeah. Equals three, baby. three no, is it's 12.
2: Thing. Andre. Right,
3: go on, then. Lose
2: the first three words and the last no, three I'm words. Free. Right. Right, really? OK.
5: Right, here we go. You, what, are you listening? Uh, sort of. With anticipation? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, the apprentice.
2: Well, hang on a minute. That, hang on a minute. Are you saying that, that, that... What were the first three words?
5: The apprentice who?
2: Right, well, get rid of them. not that. All right. And get rid of the last words. That. Cross them out so you can't even see them. Right,
5: the apprentice who?
2: No, get rid of those words. No, just cross them off. And cross out the last three words. And don't even tell me what they are. All right.
5: Whoever he was, so first right, okay, co-
2: so start, so start again from the beginning
5: right of course, of course that so't don't, don't, right? I
2: don't want to hear those words, I'm trying to forget those words exist right.
5: whoever he was served four years served four years at college at the training centre at Romford after leaving school at sixteen. He did reasonably well and and I see
3: he just copied this off Wikipedia
5: I think so, I'll just this is a true story. Okay,
3: man. Good man. I right. right done on at
5: school, you know what I mean? And, and worked a further ten years in the factory fixing robots. <laughs> he had a great time, but he, he liked a few beers on a Friday and Saturday night. Right. right.
2: You, you better tell me you cut off the last three words. Oh, no. And it... Right, so... Well, I shouldn't have problem. said
5: he... I shouldn't have said he likes a few beers on a Friday and Saturday night. I'm sorry. Right. What we...
2: about bees? Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Eloise. It's my second complaint. All right, oh, sorry.
5: So, so, knock off night, Saturday and Friday. So, but he did like a few beers.
2: You've not mentioned bees, Andre. Bees? Bees! Are we still
3: talking French <laughs> oh, Beers. Oh, bees. <laughs> Andre, you're melting my brain, but man. But he still
0: liked a few bees yeah,
3: on a Saturday night. All well, right, uh, how's the whiskey situation? The whiskey situation. <laughs> yeah. What are you on about, man? You're melting. You're double frying my brain here, Nick. Andre, I can't
2: let you on because you failed your task this evening. Oh, you're joking. You failed it by having too many words and not talking about bees. Epic or, fail. Or Nick from The Apprentice. <laughs> Nick didn't go around fixing robots. <laughs> Maybe he did. We didn't ask him. <laughs> that was Craig Charles. Yeah, that was Craig Charles. Tweeting me and. teacher you used to fix robots. Uh, Dougie, I... anything else you want to have a go at me for?
3: You're talking about bit fresh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got some fresh. Excellent.
2: Absolute <laughs>
5: Radio. Woodstock, the Isle of Fight, Glastonbury, all the...
2: If you're watching on the webcam, boy, you're having great fun because it it looks like I'm rooting away in my nose like a furious five-year-old. I'm not. Well, I am. It's really sore. It's like scratched the inside or something. I don't quite know how I've done that. Uh, Last ten minutes of the show. Mark Crosley will be on at one o'clock. One till six. Um, There's me complaining I'm doing a two-hour shift and fair play, he's doing five hours. You've got to respect him for that, and also he's a very, very nice bloke. So, well worth having a listen. Um, I've got two calls here. Let's go to Zulu. Hello. Oh, hang on a second. Hello, Zulu. Zulu. How you doing? Yeah, I'm alright. How you doing? I'm not bad.
4: Not bad. Not bad. i just phoned up. Cassie, have you ever had a strange way home from work? That's kind of strange and it's in your brain. Have I ever had a strange what? Like a strange way home, it's like it's stuck in your brain. You went home, you went.
2: That was weird. What has it ever happened, has it ever happened to you? What a strange journey home. The a strange journey home I, from work. I don't think I've ever had a strange journey home. I uh, um no, I don't think I have. Have you?
4: No, I was just asking to try to get a conversation
2: going. You know, well, it's a well, it's a it's a strange conversation opener, isn't it? Have you ever had a strange <laughs> journey home from work? And you're kind of narrowing the fields down there by that question. Well, a strange way to work. like I never have strange. Well, what you've done there is you've just turned it round the other way. No, <laughs> I've never had anything no. strange happen to me to or from work. I can say that with my hand on my heart, Zulu. Well, sorry. have you
5: ever?
4: had anybody in your work who's had the flu and you've tried to ignore them and it's not work.
2: Um, what, what do you mean ignore them? Because they're ill?
4: Yeah, it's like you don't want to really talk to them because oh. they may catch a, catch a cold. All right, well, listen, because I, like, I
2: work nights, right? because I work this shift here, I, don't, I never see anybody at Absolute Radio, which is fine by me, because I hate them all. No, I don't. But, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm quite shy and retiring, despite the nonsense I do on the radio. And I, I don't like people. So I um I never see anyone here. So if people have colds and flus, I, I don't know. If Eloise has got the flu, then yes, I would probably catch it from her, but uh, but she's very rarely ill. She's one of those stubborn young people that refuses to get poorly. I don't think it's fair,
5: do you? Like, if are sitting talking to somebody and I'm going... <coughs>
3: And you're like, come
2: on, man! You've got a cold. You got a flu. Go you away. better stay home. Yeah, exactly. Go away. Don't don't go away. If you if you got a bad cold, don't come into work. So yeah, I thought I
4: could see man. I'm about So, so you, show,
2: man. The, thank Thanks. you very much, for Nice to talk to you. He, uh, bless him. He phoned up. He had nothing to say. That's how it can work, dear listener. Even if you've got nothing to say, you can come on the air. That's how low the standards on this show are. Quezzy. Uh,
3: Hello. Hey, Crazy. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: What? Have you had a good bank holiday? I've had a
2: great uh, great bank holiday. Lovely.
3: Good. Now, I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, go on. You've given up the cello.
2: Yeah, I've given up the cello. This is not good. I, the reason I gave up the cello was because we had a baby. And it, I know, it, which is... Well, congratulations. That, well, it's for 16 months ago now, but I know. It, it was it was just impossible... To to dedicate any, I could have I could have the lesson one hour a week, but then I just couldn't. I didn't have the time to do any rehearsal or practicing in the week.
3: Oh, well, I reckon you'd be great at it though, because you've got such a good knowledge of music. Blah blah well, blah. Well, blah. let's
2: hang, well, hang on. Let's let's just have a listen to how good I actually am.
3: <laughs>
2: Alright, if you're gonna laugh, crazy. Uh, no, I'm not gonna laugh. Uh, well, Look,
3: I told you what that piece was earlier. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, not earlier, but uh, earlier in time. Um, did you enjoy the wedding? I did did
2: quite enjoy it, yeah. Nice.
3: Um, I think I should have worn that dress. Sorry? What? What did you say? Nothing. thought you... I... said... No, no. Anything else? Um, no. I'd better go away.
2: A double three zero. One two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. We've got three and a half minutes. If you want to call up, go straight to it. Otherwise, I have to talk to this muppet all night. Andre, you 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 can't come on tonight. You failed the task. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. No, can I call you say something? Nope. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hey, look, mate. You're all right. Hey, you're calling in a lot recently. Have you been sacked? You are. You are calling up a lot recently. Have you been sacked? Well, you know when couples are getting on, yeah,
4: and they go to one of those places and they talk through the differences.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And then you realise four hundred and eighty pounds—a lot of money to spend.
2: <laughs> yes.
4: And you think, you know what? I'm going to try it without, and it seems to be working. So,
2: saying so what have you dumped? What are you saying? You've dumped the missus? Yeah, we split up. Oh. Have you really? Yeah. It's
3: been, yeah. On, it's been on the card. We did counselling, I don't think it? it was. Did you do you the counselling?
2: That couldn't have been any good, could it?
3: How does that make you feel, Robert? Well,
2: pretty pissed off. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I dropped the P word, didn't I? We could there's a category C. We, but, you, but yeah, that's been on the cards for a while, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Is that why you keep sending me links for pornography and things? <laughs> you want me well, to enter your CD world of, of loneliness? You've got a share, haven't you, Daddy? Yeah, uh, exactly. Spread the wealth. Much appreciated. Well, listen. Hey, hang on a minute. I'm sure there must be loads of hot ladies listening to this who'd like a bit of ginger.
1: My heart's broken, mate. Uh, yeah, I cry myself. I'm using the camera,
6: you
2: know what I mean? So, well, all that. So, she dumped you. OK. So, anyway.
3: Quick question. Yes! I've got a friend, and uh, they're uh, married, and they're trying to have a baby.
2: OK, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
6: I said, well, I know someone who's had a baby recently. Yeah. So...
2: What position would you recommend? Well, it turns out that the back door doesn't work at all. (laughs) Hope that clears things up for you. A rare insight into the lonely world of Rob Bernay there. We all felt a a little bit sorry for him, didn't we? Did you feel sorry for Rob there,
3: Victoria? No.
2: No, he's an idiot, isn't he?
3: (laughs) He deserves everything he gets. I was saying, um, you ought to get your wife to watch QVC...
2: The shopping they sell re-
4: Yeah, they sell really good women's stuff.
2: What, what do you mean women's stuff?
4: Well, I like bracelets and makeup and clothes, yeah. you know. Or,
3: or she could go or to a shop. Or things that women like.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, but or she could go to a shop and buy it.
3: Yeah,
4: but, I mean, they have unusual things, you know. Yeah. A bit, something a bit different, like, you know.
2: She doesn't really use... um. Didn't she wear loads of jewellery or makeup? Not when, really, like, not really. No.
5: Oh.
2: Yeah. I think
4: she's a bit wrapped up with the baby, though,
2: isn't she? Well, no, no, I get a bit because no, it makes it sound like she's a bit dowdy. No, not in the slightest. She's beautiful and stunning and doesn't really need all of that stuff. And she's never really been one, big on makeup and jewellery. Oh. Mm.
4: Mm. oh wow. Well, well, they're trying to flog it anyway. Okay. Well,
2: <laughs> then I'll, I'll don't try. Don't need to help them out. For goodness' sakes. Uh, Ian? On, yes, Andre?
5: Right, before I contact my solicitor due to um, unfair dismissal... Yes?
2: Right, uh, can I just say something to you? Of course you can, Andre, in the time we've got left. Right, have you got any oh, freebie we've left? just run out of time. Yeah. Mark Cross is up next, we're back tomorrow at 11. Ta-ta. And every minute more brings you closer to God.